Ladies and gentlemen, podcast listeners, today we are talking to Kevin Pollack, but not that one. Not the one you're thinking of, unless, of course, you're thinking of the actor and singer-songwriter who has just released Man About Town. Um, this is a dude on the rise, and I'm so eager to talk to how a singer-songwriter makes it work here in Chicago. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me, Austin. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 664, Man About Town. Day was yesterday. A lot of schools are starting back up today. So I guess that means that summer is officially over. But nonetheless, I wanted to share with you this one last blast of a summertime jam. Kevin Pollack's Man About Town. Waiting for you is all I really wanted to do. Why can't you see? Town. How did it come about? Where did you get that kick-ass band behind you? Oh my God! What? This is your first. This is not the first song you've written. Second. This is my second. Yeah. The, only the second song you've written. Only the second song. Uh, second song I've released. I've okay. written. I have. Okay. I have about fifty-something songs I've written. Okay. Uh, just that I didn't feel is are good enough to release. Uh, okay. I felt. My strongest point was my first single that I wrote uh, last year, and Man About Town, which is my second. And, uh, and I got, what was the one last year? Uh, it's called Something Good Is Coming Down. Yeah. And I wrote that for my wife for our wedding, actually. It's kick-ass as well.
Well, and you were just telling me that you've got a day job, but you've also got a kind of a second day job playing Jake Elwood in a Blues Brothers tribute band called the Blues, B-L-O-O-Z-E, Brothers, that keeps you busy three quarters of the year. Yeah, I play Joliet Jake. Um, I've been doing that for about four years. The band has been around for over 25 years. Um, long history and uh, so you're the current Jake I'm the current Jake and so and awesome. and they have praised me as as the best Jake that they've had uh, every time we're on stage in front of these crowds and it's like a lifelong dream to get to play Jake Blues in Chicago with one of the best Blues Brothers tributes in the country. It is, it is I've seen the videos and I didn't get to see it on 4th of July for a whole host of reasons yeah. but you, it, it, it kills me because you were playing like like five minutes from my house. <laughs> um, but uh, but back to your but back to your singles and your songwriting how did you get started in this how are you are you making a, a living at it uh, what's the goal for it tell me everything. Sure um, well I mean as I said I've been writing for a long time and uh, uh, I, you know, I didn't feel like my songs were ready for release. I was doing a lot of ballads at the time. I was writing sappy love songs because I was in broken relationships. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know, like like the Brian Adams and the Richard Marxes and and uh, songwriting as therapy. Yeah, and I just didn't think they were right and I never wrote an up-tempo song surprisingly in about 50 songs I've written so uh, I wanted to do something special for my wife when I got married in 2017 and um, I wrote this song called something good is coming down and I, I, I my influences are those old 60s 70s soul Motown groups like the temptations and the four tops and Huey Lewis in the news I'm a big fan of okay. so I wanted to do something that kind of emulates my influences but I wanted to create a new genre of music that nobody's ever heard of called Newtown which is new Motown uh, which is a little bit of the old and a little bit of the new okay and um, something good you know really went over well at the at the uh, wedding reception in front of 300 <laughs> people they sang, you sang it live I sang it live with a 20-piece band oh, orchestra yeah. and they went nuts and they said you got to record that in the studio I recorded it in the studio and then I released it and it blew up mm. and I was like how am I gonna follow that up and I sat in my basement which is my little studio with me and my keyboard and I program all the beats and 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 whatnot in there and those are how I make my own demos and um, I came up with this melody after listening to a lot of Huey Lewis and Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes sure. some Bruce Springsteen sure. and I wrote Man About Town and I was like man this is even better than the last yeah, one cool. and I I ran with it and I recorded it. I my band is um, friends of mine and members of the Blues Brothers band that were willing to help me out, mm -hmm. and um, I, I I recorded this and it blew up again and I was like, okay, maybe I'm onto something here, right. and so then I decided. I'm going to do a music video. I've never done a music video. And I got uh, a director friend of mine from uh, a, when I did a uh, production of 9 to 5 okay. uh, in, in uh, Des Plaines. And I got this film crew out of college that I, I wanted to see what they could do. Right. And it was like magic. Okay. Um, all these people wanted to be involved. And I had like a cast of 50 people be a part of this. And it just got released today. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, today as we record. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and so when you write when you write the song, are you are you writing all the charts as well? Like the you've got some great horns, and I'm a sucker for a horn section, boy. Do they do they come up with that based on your suggestions? Yeah, um, I am not like I can't write music. Like You're not when, an arranger. I, yeah, I'm not an arranger, yeah. but it it all comes out of my head, sure. and I tell him what I want. Uh, Andy Blanco um, deserves the credit for the horn arrangements. It, I mean, uh, on something good and on Man About Town. And he just went off of what I said. I was, I was like, I want something, something that sounds like Phil Collins, okay, um, yeah. like his horn section, because sure. I think it's a brilliant horn section. Sure. And he said, okay, I'll run with it. And um, you know, my guitarist, who's also an arranger too, um, and uh, uh, he had ideas for it, and we kind of. Butt our heads, butted our heads together and, mm -hmm. and came up with that. But I wrote the music and I wrote the lyrics. Where did all this come from? Have you been writing songs since you were a kid? Have you been musical since you were a kid? Were you in choirs and whatever? Yeah, I was in choirs. I was very musical. I was in all the, th you know, I, I come from a background of musical theater. So okay. I, and, and I've always wanted to be a musician. That was yeah. what I wanted to be for a living. I, I idolized, you know, all these songwriters and friends of mine that were songwriters. Oh. And I've been writing since I was about 10 years years old and just melodies in my head and lyrics and I would write them down on paper and it was and I taught myself piano okay. uh, my mom used to play piano and she taught me and then I kind of faked it all my life and right. and um, when I started to to write on the piano everything started hitting and that's you know that's right where something good started that mm -hmm. was like okay now I have a foundation now I, now I can play my own music and figure out what I want to do and, and start arranging it in my head on where what all the instruments should be yeah. and then I would go to somebody like like my guitarist who knows what I'm trying to do and he'll try to emulate that with right. a guitar right. and then it would go to another person like the horn arranger sure. and then it would go to the rhythm section and then it's it's kind of a collective effort of how these songs came together and everybody just makes it better when they add their their flavor oh to absolutely yeah. absolutely um well and you talked about writing sappy love songs too um just two days ago as we record this I was going to the staged reading of a musical written by a friend of my wife's, and I walk in, and who's playing the lead but Kevin Pollack? And what's great about seeing you sing is that your voice doesn't look like it should come out of you. No. <laughs> There's a, you you're a great character, actor, tough guy looking dude. And you've got this lovely, beautiful, kind of soulful tenor mm -hmm. voice coming out. And that's a wonderful, I mean, not unlike, not unlike Belushi, but but I, I expect Belushi had a kind of a growl that yeah. you don't have. I, I, I imagine you can f fake that, though. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to musical theater, I can pretty it up as much as I need to. Right. And then when I'm on the stage with the Blues Brothers, sure. I, I go down and gritty. Oh, great. Uh, you know, just Very like cool. just like how Belushi does. I mean, I do a full-on Joe Cocker uh, mm. segment and, mm. and go right into, like, acting with all the, the, the mannerisms, the mannerisms yeah. and the movements yeah. and screams and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Well, and I, it just seems like it gives you all that much more range to do as, anything you want to do, really. Yeah. I mean, I just try to go for it. And, yeah. and I take voice lessons weekly with a professional voice coach to okay. make sure that I never throw my voice and that I'm able to switch it up and yeah. sing, you know, sweet in, in a musical and then, cool. and then rock out on, on stage with, with the boys. I think that's so 
important keeping those muscles trained do you take yeah. like improv classes or acting classes too or that just comes no that just comes yeah. um, I usually take a lot of feedback from every director I work with in the past in, in musical theater and um, you know I took training in high school and college but never professional training just 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 with voice I'm Eric Stone Street from ABC's Modern Family, and you are listening to the Reduce Shakespeare Company's podcast. It's a beautiful night. Where can you RSC the RSC? You can see Reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, written by me and Reed Martin and illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the U.S. and the U.K. on our website. Our fall of 2019 tour of the complete works of William Shakespeare, abridged, revised, begins this month with performances in Davidson, North Carolina, Greeley, Colorado, Arcata, California, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Bothell, Washington, Elmira, New York, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, East Lansing, Michigan for two nights, and Branchburg, New Jersey. We'll also perform the Ultimate Christmas Show Abridged for three nights in December in Phoenix, Arizona, and we will open our 11th stage show, Hamlet's Big Adventure, a prequel, in Rohnert Park, California on October 18th to the 20th, and then we'll perform the international premiere this November as part of the Tel Aviv Festival in Israel with performances in Jerusalem, Haifa, and two performances in Tel Aviv. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office venue and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with Kevin Pollack talking about his music and first video for Man About Town. One of the other things I find fascinating about your career and your pursuit of it is that we met when you were interviewing us, the Rudy Shakespeare Company, for Broadway World. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm sort of returning the favor here a little bit. But um, how did that? How did that come about? How did it come about that you that you do that? And is that one of the many ways that a, a young artist in Chicago makes a living? Yeah. You know, I wanted to be a writer. I, you know, I, I wanted to be everything. I sure. wanted to dip my feet and everything so I contacted Broadway World years ago and said you know I'd like to review some shows and and I'd love to do interviews like you're doing with me and yeah. I, I think it'd be really cool because I think that I have the personality to kind of you know get down to the nitty-gritty with a lot of bands and and artists and performers and actors and um, that's how that came about and it's funny that I, I interviewed you for Broadway World and Broadway World is the one that released my my video today ah. oh, that's and, it's, and it's weird turning around and them writing about me uh-huh. so um, you know and I love doing it I've gotten to meet some of the coolest people in show business because yeah. of it and I got to meet you yeah so <laughs> the cool cool people and me I think and you <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, are there unions you have to join for any of this? Are you a are you an equity actor? Are you staying non-union? Are you is that that's a whole level of uh, um, um, uh, career management that you haven't got to yet? Uh, I I 
could have gone equity. Yeah. I chose not to. I, I got my first professional break with the Black Ensemble Theater back in 2015. Oh, cool. I was in a, a Jeff-nominated show called Men of Soul, and that's okay. where I got cast as Joe Cocker oh. and Billy Joel. And um, I, I did, a, a I think, a two- or three-month run with them. And then I was chosen by Chaz Ebert and Jackie Taylor of the theater to play Roger Ebert. And um, that was the, that was like my 15 minutes of fame. So I ran with it, um, those two roles, because those are my big professional debut. Sure. And the Joe Cocker got rave reviews. And I remember Chris Jones said in his review, uh, Pollock has the wild-eyed look of Belushi and enough gravel in his voice to fill my backyard path. <laughs> and I thought... It's money in the bank. Yeah. Put that on the poster, baby. Exactly. And I thought... Well, hell, I should try to go out for a Blues Brothers tribute because that's perfect for Belushi. Yeah. And I was on the search for Blues Brothers tribute bands off of Google, and I, I found a couple friends of mine that were in a band, and yeah. they were in Chicago. And I was like, hey, you know, are you guys looking for a new John Belushi? Yeah. And they're like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> we are. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Well, that could work out very well for you. I went to I went to college with uh, Michael Chiklis, who whose first big gig was playing Belushi and Wired. Yeah. yeah. So this could be the the start of, start of something big. That's a those are great credits. Those stage credits are fantastic. And as I look at you now, it's the first because I don't notice these things. I guess uh, you do have blue eyes. You you are a true blue eyed soul artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At least I try to be. <laughs> what, so what's next? You've got these two songs. Are these the beginnings of an album that you yeah. release? Do people even do albums? anymore how does are you touring to support these songs <laughs> well um, I just got signed to Jensen communications uh, they're one of the top publicists in in the country they're out of LA they work with Santana Crosby Stills and Nash Kenny Loggins and and a lot of a host of other a-list musicians yeah. and so I'm honored to be under their wing right now and right. they've been guiding me and they've been helping me out with with trying to release my brand my my music and uh, I'm gonna be releasing a song a month until December so I got a song coming out in September October November and then I'm bunching them all up and then releasing an EP with everything on it at the first week of December oh that's awesome do you have are, are you on the social media where people can follow if you if they, they want to track these songs yeah, I mean, I, you could just find me on, on Facebook. I don't have any pages or anything set up. I'm so old school that I don't have Twitter or Instagram. I'm surprised you didn't <laughs> hand me flyers. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and and then um, I'm I got invited to Las Vegas to perform uh, Man About Town with uh, the, one of the number one headliners there, Frankie Marino. He I feel honored that he asked me. He sells out every show. He's he, he, he's been a good friend to me and a good supporter, and I've had a great support system uh, by all these people and friends yeah. that are willing to help me out. And I got a lot of media appearances coming up uh, on radio, TV, and whatnot. And, you know, eventually, after all that's done and, and uh, I have the EP out, I'm going to start playing out and start touring, go on a mini tour, and see where life takes me. And I'll be making a music video for all five songs. This is just number one of, of five. So we start shooting the next video for something good in November.
That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. You can find Kevin Pollack's music at CD Baby, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And check out the video for Man About Town at broadwayworld.com. Then send us your EP via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can find us and interact with other fans on our dedicated podcast page on Facebook at RSE Podcast, on Instagram at Reduced Shakespeare Company, or on my preferred platform on Twitter at Reduced. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Thanks as always to blue-eyed soul of a shoe, Matthew Croak. Web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band, and this week by Kevin Pollack. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Sarah Weissman. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Eric Stone Street from TV's Modern Family. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 664, 1990s of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Can you tease us with one of the titles coming up this fall? Yeah, um, actually the last song on the album is called The New Town Sound and it's really going to give you guys a good feel for what my genre is and it's going to be the biggest party in one song. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less. And so much less.